0: All right, today's topic is about what does God say about judging? What does God say about judging? Now, this one's very not, it's <laughs> it's not very uh, talked about in the Christian community, in the church. Um, it is It is really, really misunderstood. So this must be clarified according to scripture and what God's word says. What did God say about judging? Today you have many, you have the most, you know, you have many churches and Christians included that, uh, don't understand this topic. They're blending in with the world. They're saying that, you know, you you shouldn't judge at all, uh, because we are living in a time where saying the truth is offensive, right? And Jesus predicted this time and it, it has come, um, so, the key takeaway from this lesson is knowing the Bible, knowing the biblical way of the Bible, and so, of course, knowing the biblical way of how to judge others, judging others is not an evil act. In fact, when done correctly, it is loving, it is a loving act that, that saves those who do not know that they were lost. The takeaway is knowing the biblical way of how to judge others. Judging others is not an evil act. In fact, when done correctly, it is a loving act that saves those who do not know that they were lost. And so, today's society says that if you say the truth, it's it's offensive. If you say something that's truthful or whatever it is, if it goes against someone's feelings, it's offensive, right? So this is absurd, right? It didn't. It and it was. This is gone gone so far beyond um that people sue each other for lawsuits because they think it's offensive and this is it has gone so far beyond comprehension and it was not like this just one generation ago and so um and those of you who are you know over forty years old forty year old forty year olds are over at the time of this recording is about to be 2024 you know exactly what i mean you have seen the change happen in one generation you know what i'm talking about right there was no all this genders and sense you know the, the the uh the sexual identification uh and of course you know the racism has gone you know the critical race theory and all this garbage nonsense garbage that is separating people confusing people and then now you have churches that are <laughs> saying that you know you're supposed to just accept them the way they are right um so let's go straight into scripture luke chapter 6 uh and this is uh about judging others jesus our lord is speaking verse 37 do not judge and you will not be judged do not condemn and you will not be condemned forgive and you will be forgiven give And it will be given to you. So notice that he is not just saying, uh, and first we need to expand on what he's saying first, and first of all, uh, read the whole entire passage. A good measure and pressed down, Uh, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? Ah, now we're getting the meaning of what he's talking about, just, just those, those, from those two verses earlier. The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of a sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye how can you say to your brother brother let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank and he's talking about problems all right speck plank he's talking about problems with yourself and others uh, you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye you hypocrite T- first take the plank out of your your eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So this is simply forbidding hypocrisy. And, and, and uh, this, this, so this forbids hypocrisy. In a condemning spirit rising from self-righteousness, it does not condemn true discernment. So true discernment meaning sharing what is right and what is wrong and then people who are so sensitive, you know, so sensitive or defensive saying that, oh, that's hurtful for me to, for you to say that when all that person's doing is sharing the truth. Right? And so um, you know, it, it's 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 about sharing discernment and not trying to put someone else down. Okay? So the speck and the log, uh the humor, the speck and the or the plank The humor of the imagery was no doubt intentional. Christ often employed hyperbole to paint comical images. And so uh, we have to know that he's using the example here, that we have to fix ourselves before we can try to help someone else. Okay, Um, another note. Coddling someone while they are living in sin, homosexuality, such you know, gender changes, or you know, um, all this, uh, all these things. Uh, believing that you're an animal, uh, and 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 you're telling them that it's okay that God forgives you because He's merciful, and 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 that's actually and not saying anything about repentance is actually not okay. It's not okay that they live against God's commands, right? And so this is where we, we as true believers who believe in God's word with all our heart, who have been born again, it is our job to first repent ourselves, be born again, live a new life, walk a new life, and then we can start to shine the light. The light is the truth, right? The salt, being the salt is going into all the people that are, have diseases, homosexuality and gender identity and thinking you're an animal these are all diseases all right of the sin that is already within us okay so sin is already within us from the day we were born in this world it does not it, it's not from an act that is committed right the, the it starts with a thought and that thought is natural the thought is natural and naturally occurring from our sin and then it comes into fruition when someone acts on it, okay, it acts, they act on the sin. And so coddling someone in that is not loving. It is actually ultimately going to separate them from God for all eternity. If you love them, you tell them the truth, to repent, to turn away from that, to believe in God's word and his commands. And that is what a true believer is called to do. All right, so Matthew chapter 18, and now we get into the details of how to judge correctly. Starting with verse 15. If your brother or sister sins, and now, okay, so let me get specific. So you see here that this is dealing with sin in the church. So this is talking about believers. Okay, so we, it, it, we are called to share discernment so you can call it judging if you want to right but you're so set you know people are so sensitive now you can't say judging because it's offensive right but sharing discernment after you have corrected yourself is is loving first of all all right to those who are non-believers now then on, on now in this passage uh if someone who's a professing believer okay there's even more steps to that even even more detail Christ our lord is speaking Verse 15, if your brother or sister sins, go out and point point out their fault. Go and point out their fault. Just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. Step one. Step two. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. That's step two. See how it's very detailed right here. He's telling us to judge uh, each other. If you are truly a believer, to get you on the, stay on the right path, to get you to stay on the correct path, right to walk in righteousness. We don't. God doesn't care about our words, our gums flapping. He cares about our thoughts and actions, in obedience. If they still refuse, step three. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, and this one is a rude awakening, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Now, if you don't know about tax collectors at that time, they were the worst of the worst. Betrayers of their own people, scum of the earth for helping the oppressors, the Romans, oppress their own people, taking money from them. And so he said, Christ our Lord, Said to treat them like a pagan who is an idolater, adulterer, you know, an idol worshiper, or a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be lost, loosed in heaven, will be lost in heaven. And so there's a very specific passage of scripture of how we are to correct each other. Right, and bringing someone to repentance is what the true true believer is called to do. And so here's quick, very fast. Uh, three uh, we can go all all day. We can go all day about how that's evident with uh, the teachings of Christ. From the very moment that Christ started to um, teach right and, and, and start on his three and a half journey, of um, save, uh, bringing heaven to earth, is it began with repentance. So a lot of people don't understand this; they only want to hear the merciful, loving, kind, forgiving. Uh, but repentance is, means turn around. You got you have to stop living the way you want to live your life. That is repentance, right? Uh, Matthew chapter four, and we're gonna, I'm going to give you three examples real fast. Um, but there are so many more, so many more. And if you have your, your your digital Bible, just simply go on there and type in the word "repent" or "repentance," and see how many times Jesus speaks of repentance. Right. So Matthew chapter four verse seventeen. So he goes through the uh, forty days in the wilderness, being tempted, um, and then. As he finishes that uh, f- verse 17, from that time on, Jesus began to preach from that time on c- that means continuously right until until he, the resurrection, right? And I'm sure he, while he was the forty days after he appeared to everybody during this resurrection the you know the the, Rosen, the risen Christ during the time of the risen Christ. He continued to preach repent, to repent, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. Because that was, that's the whole point. This is the whole point of being saved, is that you have to be a, a, with a repentant heart, meaning you're, you're, you are truly sorry for living a life of sin, uh, or living in the flesh, or meaning it for your body, and that you no longer want to do that. That you want to live for Him. That you want to live for His Holy Spirit. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent, there it is, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Mark chapter 1, verse 15. The time has come, he said. So let me me rewind, let's start 14 and 15. After John was put into, John the Baptist, was put into prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near, meaning those who become saved will inherit the kingdom of God. Repent and believe the good news. So, the first word again. Repent. The first word. Repent. And, what? Believe the good news. Another word for the gospel. Luke chapter five. So if, 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 if that's not enough, it, it keeps going, right? It keeps going. Um I mean one of these verses is enough you know for me, but you know, if you need more and more evidence, it keeps going. Uh Chapter five, verse thirty two. Jesus answered them It is not healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. All right. So this, but sinners, I have not come to call the righteous. All right, and 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 all these Pharisees and Sadducees and you know and uh, teachers of the law were self-righteous, right? And so uh, he's telling them, I'm. It's not. It's not the right. You know, you I, they're actually hypocrites. You know. Just about all of them; they were hypocrites. Um, but the ones that you know all, and all the rest of us, actually, every single human on this planet, he has come for us. But then he also has also come um, to 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 find and seek those who who wish to repent, who wish to stop sinning, who we who realize and confess that we who are sinners want to stop and, and, and the love of Christ the power through him living in us now we have the power to stop right now we want to turn away from that so here's a response that now, now knowing this truth how should I conduct myself around others always remember that I must correct myself before I can correct others this is the right way to judge the biblical way to judge correcting or judging others is loving, not hating them. You are saving them from a lie, a feeling, and from ultimately damning themselves if we continue to allow them to disobey God's commands. So with that said, now you know a little bit more about what does God say about judging. Hello and welcome to Exposite the Truth. We are here for the clear understanding of the Word of God and how to apply it everyday life.